Welcome to Stuff You Missed in History Class from HowStuffWorks.com. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm editor Candace Gibson, joined today, as always, by staff writer Joshua M. Clark. I am joining you, Candace, whether you like it or not. Yes, we are one. Team fourth. Fact or fiction? Yeah, or Team Jaundice, as you like to call us. I do. That is my name for us, Team Jaundice, because we are not only um, partners in podcasting, we're partners in writing and editing. That is true. That is true. We're a good team. So, uh, Candace, I know you don't know this, but there's this really cool webcam. Uh, it's called uh, Alcatraz Live or something like that, I think. And you go on, and it, it, I think it's on this default setting. It's just showing San Francisco, but you can... Turn the camera whichever way you want, and uh, one of the selections is Alcatraz. And basically, you can just sit there and watch Alcatraz in real time. There's not a whole lot happening these no, days. No, that's, that's really the one the one thing. I mean, every once in a while, you might see like a tour boat go <laughs> by or something like that. Not the, the hotbed of activity today that it once was, but it once was a pretty cool place, right? Have you ever seen Escape from Alcatraz? No, but I have seen Sorry Married an Axe Murderer, and there's a scene in which Mike Myers and Anthony LaPaglia go to Alcatraz on a tour. Have you ever been? I've, I've never been. I've never been, no. I hear good things, though. I hear it's kind of cool. You hear good things about uh, a former federal penitentiary. About a tour of the former oh, about federal, a tour federal of it. penitentiary. Yes, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, no, not too many good things about Alcatraz. Um, Although there have been some cool movies made, Murder in the First, Escape from Alcatraz, like I said, Birdman of Alcatraz, that is a great movie, very heartening. And uh, I was actually surprised to see an actual picture of Robert Stroud, Birdman of Alcatraz, because I thought he looked exactly like Burt Lancaster in the movie. <laughs> Apparently not. But clearly, the best uh, the best Alcatraz movie ever was Escape from Alcatraz, starring Mr. Clint Eastwood. You haven't seen it? No. So he plays this guy, and here's my question. This is go- this is what the question's based on. So listen carefully, okay? He plays this guy named Frank Morris, who's supposedly an inmate uh, in Alcatraz in like the early '60s or something like that. And along with two brothers, uh, Clarence and John Anglin, he um, basically digs his way out of Alcatraz with uh, a spoon. And makes off into this horribly chilly, shark-infested bay um, on a life raft made of raincoats. So my, my question is, is this just like Hollywood hooey? Or is that fact? Is that fiction? Answer. It's actually fact. So this really did happen. Like Escape from Alcatraz really happened. Yeah, it really happened. Oh, okay. How how does one make a rain co- how a life raft out of raincoats? Now that I can't tell you. Okay. I'm, I'm no Martha Stewart of, of great prison escape accoutrements, but um, I'm sure you could probably find a how to somewhere on it's the web. It's a good thing. It's a to good escape thing. From Alcatraz. <laughs> um, Alcatraz, like you said, I just want to fill everybody in on this. In case you haven't been watching the webcam, Alcatraz is this incredibly isolated place. It's essentially a mountaintop. It's it's all rock. There are barely any plants that will grow there. It's incredibly isolated. And like you said, the water around it is so, so cold. I think on a good day, it might be 60 degrees Fahrenheit. And there are great whites that are constantly patrolling the water. So anyone it's, it's a who... a perfect prison. 
Oh, it is. Definitely. And it's been reinforced, or it had been reinforced a couple of times. It was first built Oh, in- I know this. I know this. You ready? Yeah. So the, the Alcatraz, the island, was actually first uh, officially surveyed in 1847. And they realized, hey, you could really protect San Francisco from this location, right? So it became an outpost during the Civil War. And uh, it was basically meant to stave off any Confederate invasion, which never came. And actually, the guns on Alcatraz were fired a few times, but it was always a case of mistaken identity. But the thing is, you had this citadel, this outpost, um, and Alcatraz evolved into a prison almost um, naturally. People started putting, you know, war deserters and things in the basement of the citadel. And over time, more and more people were being kept there. And then finally, the, um, the, the army, I think was the one who, who ran it, said, wait, we're not really, you know, in the business of running prisons. J. Edgar Hoover, who was running the FBI at the time, said, well, I am. And I'm actually looking for a perfect place to become like this horrible hole, the, the symbol of what happens to you if you're a gangster or a crook in America, because I'm going to catch you. And thus, Alcatraz was born. 1934, uh, it opened its doors for the first time, accepting its first prisoners and began its, um, its decline into its image of... Of notoriety. Yes. And, you know, it's funny because even <laughs> though it, it declined into notoriety, it was incredibly high tech as far as U.S. prisons went. It was... Especially for 1934. Yeah, it was top of the line. And when it was a military prison, it had iron bars. But in 1934, they replaced it all with steel. And everything was reinforced with concrete. And it was serious business. And it actually cost more to replace all the bars with steel than it did to build the prison from scratch. Yeah, for in the the 1912 version, right? Yeah. Because they actually did make it a military prison. I forgot to mention this. In 1912. But then it went it went down after a few years. To how did it go down? Uh, they just left it alone. Oh, you mean like it fell to ruin? It was decommissioned, is another it way to put it. Sure. And then it was revived. It had its renaissance under shall I say. Hoover. Under Hoover, there you go. And there were a lot of famous prisoners who traipsed in and out, and, and the cells were pretty lonely places to be. But they weren't too bad. And that was a strange thing about Alcatraz is that even though we may have this Hollywood perception of it as a very scary place, it, it wasn't too different from. Other prisons, it was fairly clean, well-capped, and the prisoners, you know, they had their individual cells with a bed and a toilet and a yeah, sink they were and a riding desk. five feet wide by nine feet deep. I was sitting there trying to imagine that today. That is almost precisely the dimensions of a couple of our cubicles put together. Yeah, it really doesn't sound that terrible. They even had shelves for their personal effects. Yeah, yeah, which is strange because you wouldn't think of, you know, prisoners in Alcatraz having personal effects. I was wondering that, too, but I guess people sent them things. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the first... <laughs> it's a deep thought. <laughs> the, first, hmm, the first warden, actually, as I understand, didn't allow speaking. Like, the, the prisoners couldn't speak, including during meals. And, like, that kind of rigid strictness, the argument goes, um, actually made Alcatraz a safer place for prisoners than most other prisoners in, or most other prisons in the country. You, you weren't very likely to get shivved, you know. You can't even talk, so how can you offend somebody? And if you can't offend somebody, you're not going to end up with a sharpened toothbrush in your stomach. <laughs> and you're right about that. James Johnston was the name of the first warden, and he ran a really, really tight ship. And eventually the prisoners all figured out, 
Well, anyone who talks gets sent to confinement, but if we all talk, they can't send us anywhere because there's too many of us. So they all started talking at once, really, really loudly. No one could do a darn thing. And thus ended the day-long silence, essentially. That would just be awful. I think you and I would both go out of our mind insane if we couldn't talk. Especially you. I'm yeah. sorry I didn't say that. No. But what was funny about these prisoners, too, is that they weren't all gangsters. There were some who, you know, had committed smaller crimes, you know, sort of a, a Jean Valjean stealing a loaf of bread thing, and they were all lumped in there together. So some were a little bit more gentlemanly, and the um, when the silence was lifted, I think that the prisoners became a little bit more cooperative and easier to manage. You know, like any other prison, they had their library time, their exercise time, their, you know, lending a helping hand time. And Alcatraz itself, it was almost like its own little community because it was an isolated island. The wardens and their families lived there. Yeah, yeah, I heard this. Just really weird. You'd, you, uh, would you live on Alcatraz with no. your kids? No. Because there were kids on the island because they had a policy that children weren't allowed to have toy guns. So to protect the, the, those toy guns ending up in the hands of a prisoner who could use it to bluff his way out of the prison, right? Exactly. And the kids, it was a very strange lifestyle for them because they had to get boated over to the mainland for school. And I was like, you know, I mean, we have jokes today about, you know, kids getting picked up and ratty looking cars and stuff outside of their elementary schools. What if you were the kid who came over from the Alcatraz boat? I just, I feel really sorry for them. Yeah, so apparently life on Alcatraz sucked for everybody. It did. But to answer your question, which I realized... Oh, are you planning off, on doing yeah, that? Yeah, I was, okay. I was taking a very uh, roundabout way. Circuitous. Circuitous, indeed. Um, but to answer your question, which you asked me about five minutes ago, I know. <laughs> did brothers really escape using nothing but spoons, cardboard, and raincoats? Fact, yes. <laughs> this is in the, the annals of murky and mysterious Alcatraz history. Uh, Clarence and John England and their friend Frank Morris essentially had a very long and grueling plan during which they used spirits to chip away at rotted concrete around these vents in their cells. And they used painted cardboard to mimic the appearance of the vents cool. as they were so that it would look as though no damage had been done to the infrastructure of their cells. And then once the holes got big enough, um, this is all very Shawshank Redemption. You know, they, they, ha- they hit it with painted cardboard instead of a big poster of Rita Hayworth, but the principle was the same. Mm-hmm. At that point, they could crawl into the hole, and then there was a tunnel through which they, they worked their way in, and they used this as sort of their workshop for constructing this raft and life vests out of the raincoat material. Don't ask me how it stayed afloat, especially if there were shark-infested waters, <laughs> but supposedly they made it out, and no one ever recovered any bodies. They did find a plastic bag floating around with some of their effects in it. But supposedly they made off and there was a a ship waiting for them and they escaped. So they were never found, not one of them. Never found. Nope. Complete break from Alcatraz. So this is one of those cases where uh, Hollywood is actually um, pretty accurate, huh? There you have it. Leave it to Clint Eastwood. And I'm really, really proud of that Shawshank Redemption analogy because, as you guys know, I never see any movies, but that one one I did. No, I know. Yeah. Good going. Thanks. So... I actually have one more fun fact about Alcatraz. You may be wondering, how did the England brothers and their friend Frank Morris make off without the guards noticing? Mm-hmm. Answer, they made paper mache heads and put them in their beds and covered them up with sheets so it looked like there were actually people sleeping and they weren't discovered until they'd made it off. Well, that's the same thing that happened in the movie. Well, there you have it. Art imitating life. With lots of verisimilitude. Yes. <laughs>
<laughs> well, everyone's looking that up. You can also check out our site, HowStuffWorks.com, for the article, How Alcatraz Works. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. <laughs>